You're listening to the audio version of Cowboys Beat Tonight. Watch the show live on YouTube and Twitch every Tuesday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Make sure to rate the podcast five stars and subscribe to the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Cowboys Beat Tonight for September 21st, 2022. And on today's episode, we are going to be previewing the Cowboys versus Giants matchup on Monday Night Football next week. Am I the only one that I just like for some reason? I don't like Monday night games. They're to me very inconvenient. They're late at night. They're on a, a you know a day that I work. Uh, the Monday night games to me are just so inconvenient. I come home from work. I'm really tired. The last thing I want to do is sit down and watch a three-hour football game. You know, I don't hate Monday night football as it is, you know, just because when you come home from work, you get to watch football, and I kind of fall asleep to it. But when it's the Cowboys, I actually have to pay attention and watch it from, like, an analytical type of standpoint. So uh, I, I I don't love when the Cowboys play on Monday night. I won't lie to you guys. So they're going to be going to New York or New Jersey, actually, uh, since their stadium is in East Rutherford, New Jersey. They're going to be going to New Jersey to play the New York football Giants on Monday night football. This is actually a pretty big matchup because, I mean, the Cowboys are going into this game one and one and the Giants are going in. 2-0, and uh, you know, there is some hype around this game. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Okay, so before we get into today's episode, I just want to say, please follow me on all my social media accounts, Twitter, uh, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever it may be. Follow me on all those social media platforms. If you haven't already, please make sure uh, to like the video. If you're in the live stream, I would greatly appreciate that. And uh, we have a podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. And we also do a uh, video version that goes on to YouTube. So make sure to go check that out if you want the audio versions to Cowboys Beat Tonight, Cowboys Beat Head to Head, and Cowboys Beat the Chris and Rue Show. All the audio versions to that will be over there. Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast, again, will be over there as well. So go make sure to check that out. Um, we also have a merch line, Cowboys Beat Merch on bonfire.com. So before we get into the episode I just want to thank the great people over at Thrive Fantasy for sponsoring the show. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this NFL season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of the available 20 player props to build your lineup. Each prop is a sign of fantasy value for both the over and under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Use Promo code CowboysBeat when you sign up today and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match of up to $100. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Okay, so let's start off the show by our quote of the episode, and that is step-by-step. This season is going to be a season where we're going to have to grind out victories. There's no fans or buts about that. When you look at the injuries that the Cowboys have sustained up to this point uh, in the season already, I mean, you're out your quarterback, your left tackle, your wide receiver two, wide receiver three. You're going to most likely be out your tight end this game. You're out your safety, who's arguably the second most important player on your defense. Uh you're on your third string left guard because Tyler Smith was going to be the first string. Connor McGovern was going to be the second string. Connor McGovern got injured. Now Matt Forniak's in there. So you are going to have to take 
things one game at a time. You should always do that. That's the way you should always be during the regular season, one game at a time, but especially for what the Cowboys are trying to do this season and the fact that they, you know, they didn't hit the ground running. Yeah, you're going to have to really uh, subscribe to that mindset of just taking it one game at a time. Don't look towards week 18. You do not win the division. You do not make the playoffs uh, in week two of the season, you know, so you got to just take things step by step. And I mean, look, after these two games, right? Like even with Dak Prescott as the quarterback, I thought it was always going to be a struggle to go one and one to start the season, just because you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who look to be a good team this year. You have the Cincinnati Bengals who are coming off being the AFC champions. So the fact that you're one and one without Dak Prescott and all the other guys that I just mentioned, you should feel really good about yourself. I said this on yesterday's show, the Cowboys are a good team. I, I am very say, I, I'm very sure of myself saying that the Cowboys are a good team because when you play Tampa Bay and when you play Cincinnati and you end up with the results that you have, I mean, those are measuring stick games. Like, let's talk about the things that we know about the Cowboys going into week three because I think that there's been some answers questioned or some questions answered. Now, the answers we may not have liked, like the wide receiver unit. I think that we all know that this wide receiver unit isn't up to par. So that's an answer that we've gotten so far. However, you're going to get guys coming back from injury. Hopefully they can contribute. Hopefully that this wide receiver unit can take another step forward. We know that the offensive line is playing above average football right now. I actually think they're playing very well, especially when it comes to run blocking. I think they're doing an outstanding job run blocking. Um, that was a concern that the Cowboys had going into the season. How would Tower Smith play at left tackle? Well, he's playing perfectly fine. The offensive line as a whole is playing perfectly fine. I think that the Cowboys offensive line this season is better than it was a year ago. Um, so that's an, uh, a question that we got answered. Another question we got answered, how good is this defense going to be? Well, the answer to that question is really, really good. You know, Micah Parsons is so good, but we have to look at this defense as a whole and the defense as a whole is just a, like you take Micah Parsons off uh, this unit and it's still a good defense. It's not as good as it is without or with Micah Parsons, obviously. But when you add Micah Parsons, who is arguably the best player in the league right now, arguably you become a top unit in this league. He elevates this unit with already a, a ton of talent on this team. I mean, look, they're going to get J. Ron Curse back here within the next two weeks. You bring J. Ron Curse onto this defense. You you see what Donovan Wilson's doing back there, replacing J. Ron Curse. What that brings you as a team is now we the Cowboys this past offseason talked about J. Ron Kirsch potentially playing more linebacker due to the fact that uh, at the time that they were interviewing Stephen Jones about it, they were a little thin at the linebacker position. They said that they uh, they wanted to put J. Ron Curse more at linebacker. So you're going to be looking at this defense when J. Ron Curse gets back. He can play in the box more. Then you have Donovan Wilson, who had a fantastic game the other day, who looks like he's going to be a very good player for you. I mean, Donovan Wilson has always been a good player for the Cowboys, but he looks like he's really taken that next step. Then you have Malik Hooker back there already with the talent that you have on this team. This is a good defense without Micah Parsons. You add Micah Parsons to this unit, they're a top unit in the league. 
And then you have Dan Quinn as your defensive coordinator who understands how to use the talent that's been given to him. It, it, it's not an understatement or it's not an overstatement to say that this defense is going to win you games throughout the season. And I think they have good leadership on this defense. Dan Quinn is a fantastic leader. And then you just look at the personnel they have. Guys like J. Ron Curse, Mike and Demarcus Lawrence. Strong leaders. So I, I'm very impressed with this, this defense. So the answers that we've gotten so far from the Cowboys up to this point is we don't love how our wide receivers are playing. Um, the offensive line is playing way better than expected. And the defense is a top unit in the league. And Micah Parsons, arguably, could be the best player in football right now. See, like, people have been talking about it. Could Micah Parsons win MVP this season? Right now, Micah Parsons has four sacks. He has, I think he has, like, double-digit uh, pressures already this season. Um, if Micah Parsons continues on this trajectory, he could have 34 sacks this season. And... It might sound crazy to say that. Like, it might sound crazy to say that Micah Parsons could potentially get 34 sacks. However, I don't see him slowing down. Like, I, I'm i looking at Micah Parsons, and it's not crazy to think that this guy could average two sacks a game. That's how good he is. I mean, he is as versatile as they come as a pass rusher. You know, you can line him up anywhere. You can line him up at three-tech, uh, uh, edge rusher, off-ball linebacker. Wherever it may be, you can line this guy up. And look, every offensive line has a weak link on it. Just throw Micah Parsons on that side. Like the, the Cowboys are going to be playing the Giants this week. Why are you going to line Micah Parsons up against Andrew Thomas when you have four other guys on that offensive line that can be exploited? You know, it, 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 and it's not even like just Micah Parsons taking advantage of bad offensive lines. I honestly believe that it doesn't matter who's in front of him. He will win more than, uh, you know, he will win in his pass rush exchanges more than he loses. Like, that's just how good Micah Parsons is. I have all the faith in the world in this kid. So, yeah, I am very impressed with how this defense is playing. I think they're going to be a top three unit in this league. And they're clicking on all cylinders. They have hit the ground running. And thank God that they've hit the ground running. Because if they didn't, like if the defense came out and struggled to start the season that would have been bad news for you knowing how this offense is playing but then when this when some of the guys uh on offense get back from injury Dak James Washington Michael Gallup um you know Connor McGovern or when you activate Jason Peters then we're looking at a good offense like I think that when this offense is healthy, now granted, they're not going to be 100% healthy all season. That's just crazy to think that. But once they start getting these guys back, it's not crazy to think that the Cowboys could have around a, a, a top 10 offense in this league. Like I, I look at what they're potentially going to be doing. Like you got to hit your stride at the right time. Last season, look at the Cincinnati Bengals, they hit their stride at the right time. San Francisco 49ers, who honestly probably should have won the NFC last year, they hit their stride at the right time. It's not about hitting your stride in September and October. Cowboys did that last year. They hit their stride in September and October. They came out, they uh, hit the ground running, and look at how that ended up. Like, look at other teams last season. The Cardinals, they hit the ground running. What happened with them? You know, so it's not about hitting your stride right now. It's about... Uh, you know, staying above water right now. And that's what the Cowboys are doing. And I mean, you look at that Bengals win. 
Now, the one thing I'll say about that is the Cowboys right now in this game versus the Giants, they're playing with house money because it looks like Dak Prescott is most likely going to be back by week six. Like, if you lose this game to the Giants, which I don't think they will, I'll talk about that a little later, you're still in good position to make the playoffs. I mean, there's not many good teams in the NFC right now, and you beat the, the Bengals, so you got that one out of the way. If Cooper Rush can win one more game before that week six game versus uh, Philly that Dak Prescott's going to return in, most likely, you got to feel good about yourself because that would be, I think they would be two and three, but when you don't have your starting quarterback and that's the way you start when you played the Bengals, the Buccaneers and the Rams, you know, like the two teams that played in the Super Bowl last year, the Rams, and the Bengals, and then the team that won the Super Bowl the year prior with the Buccaneers. If I'm two and three going into Philly and I have Dak Prescott as my quarterback and I got Michael uh, Gallup coming back and, you know, the, the the guys on the offensive line are starting to come back, I feel good about my chances at, to, at the very least make the playoffs. Now, if if Cooper Rush can win against the Giants and the Commanders, they're in contention to win this division. You know, l- luckily for the Eagles, they were able to get off to a softer start to their schedule. I think like their combined win totals of the opponents that they played is like 11 last season. Uh, the Buccaneers won 12 games last season. Like just, just putting that out there. The first team that they played had more wins last season than the Eagles, two opponents to start the season. So luckily for them, they haven't ran into injuries. They had a soft start to the schedule. But I still think that if you're able to win these next two games, you can definitely still uh, compete in this division. But overall, as a whole, Cowboys should make the playoffs. And if they hit uh, their stride at the right time, that's fantastic news for us. Okay, so moving on. It looks like Michael Gallup is going to be back for this Giants game. Um, He's going to be a full participant in practice all week. Last week, he was limited on Wednesday. Uh, No, he was full. I believe he was full on Wednesday. Um, didn't practice on Thursday and he was limited on Friday. So they're starting to increase his workload. Michael Gallup could potentially be back this Monday against the Giants. Here's my thing. Unless Michael Gallup is 100% ready to go, I don't think that you should play him. But if he is ready to go, yeah, then yeah, play him. But I mean, like, I don't think that the Giants are that big of a threat to the Cowboys this upcoming week. And I think that with the pieces that they have, I understand that they're going to be without Dalton Schultz. But, I mean, let's be honest. Dalton Schultz didn't have a great game on Sunday, and they were still able to make things happen on offense. Uh, Yeah, if Michael Gallup's not 100%, I want nothing to do with him playing. But, I mean, if they are going to play him, then I think that they have confidence in that building that he's 100%. Because, I mean, this is a guy that you're going to be – uh, paying for the next five years. I understand that the guaranteed money ends, I think, after year three. But I mean, this is a guy that you could potentially have for the next five years. You don't want to rush him back and risk losing him for a longer period of time. You know, so uh, it looks like he's going to play. Obviously, it's going to be great to have Michael Gallup back. I, I think Michael Gallup's a hell of a player. You know, I understand that maybe his production has fallen off ever since that 2019-2020 season. But, I mean, when you watch Michael Gallup play last season, I understand he didn't have the most productive year. Granted, he was riddled with injuries last year and the year before that. I think he had like 800 yards. But you still see the traits in Michael Gallup. You still see the skills. 
Uh, Michael Gallup has fantastic hands. His footwork's fantastic. You still see that from Michael Gallup. We're going to have to see what he looks like after he comes back from this injury. I don't think that he's going to be the Michael Gallup that we know right away. I think over time, you'll start to see that guy come back. But I mean, I think that Michael Gallup is a really underrated player, and I think he's a fantastic piece on this offense. So getting Michael Gallup back is certainly going to help this offense out. There's no fans or buts about it. So I'm feeling good about Michael Gallup coming back uh, week three. Again, if, um, if he's 100%. Okay, so let's get into my picks of the weeks. Um, for my Thrive Fantasy uh, contest lineups, so going through this, I haven't I haven't picked out you know my props for the week. I'm going to go over it with you guys. Uh, we got Josh Allen here. He's playing the Miami Dolphins over under 280 yards. Josh Allen's on fire. I'm going to take the over. We got Christian McCaffrey over 70 and a half rushing yards versus New Orleans. I'm going to take the over on that as well. Christian McCaffrey is a fantastic player. Um, we have Patrick Mahomes over under 24 and a half completions versus the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to take the over on that. I'm going to take the over. Um, Derek Carr over under two and a half uh, touchdowns. See, this is going to be big. Like if you can hit on this prop in this contest, you're going to get 130 points for this. So I'm going to take the over on Derek Carr over two and a half touchdowns versus Tennessee. Tennessee's struggling right now. Uh, Las Vegas is in need of a win. I think that Derek Carr is going to come out and play uh, very well for the Las Vegas Raiders. DeAndre Swift over under 67 and a half rushing plus receiving yards, not just rushing, re rushing and receiving yards. I'm going to take the over on that. Versus Minnesota, I'll take the over on that. Jamar Chase over under 81 and a half yards. It's high. It's very high. You know, that's 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 pretty high there. So I'm going to take the over just because I think that the Bengals are going to come out motivated to get a win versus the uh, the Jets next week or this upcoming week. So I think that uh, Jamar Chase will be over 81 and a half uh, receiving yards. Joe Burrow over under 273 and a half total passing yards. Again, same logic here. I think the Bengals are going to be motivated to get a W versus the New York Jets. So I'm going to take the over on that. Uh, Tom Brady over uh, two and a half passing touchdowns plus interceptions. Huh? They're playing Green Bay. Green Bay is a pretty good uh, defense. So I'll take I'll take the under on that. I'm going to take the under. Um, Kyler Murray over under 285 and a half total uh, passing yards plus rushing yards. I'm going to take the over just because I like the fact that they added the uh, rushing yards uh, to that as well. DK Metcalf versus Atlanta, 64 and a half yards receiving. I'm going to take the over on that. So then my two ice picks are going to be Austin Eckler versus Jacksonville, 46 and a half rushing yards. I'm going to take the over on that. And then Russell Wilson versus the San Francisco 49ers, uh, over under 26 and a half total completions. Russell Wilson and the Broncos are struggling right now. So I'm going to take the under on that. If you guys would like to participate in this contest that Thrive Fantasy has going on right now, make sure to go check them out. In uh, The link is in my bio. Use the promo code CowboysBeat. It would greatly help out the channel, and I would really appreciate that. 
Okay, so I'm going to get into some of the chats here. Let me see what you guys are talking about in this chat. Um, let's see. Okay. I wish no uh, bad juju on Micah. Uh, I don't have the... I don't the boys to have play game or I, I I see what you're saying. You don't wish any bad. Uh, you don't wish any bad on Micah Parsons. You just don't want the boys to play without number 11. Oh no, I a hundred percent agree with you. Micah Parsons is the catalyst to this defense and this defense right now is carrying this team. So um, are you starting Schultz on fantasy this week? Cause I am, and I'm prepared for him to bust again. I don't think Dalton Schultz is going to play this week. So uh, you know, I'm not a fantasy football guru. Make sure to sit Dalton Schultz because I'm going to be sitting uh, Dalton Schultz. I don't think he's going to play this week. Uh, let's see what else um, people are saying. Parsons is going to destroy Daniel Jones. I'll talk about that in the preview to this game. Um, offensive lineman still needs to shape up a little. I don't want to see no more yellow flags. We're getting there. We're getting there with the offensive line. I think that uh, they're slowly you know, getting to the point where we need them to be at. This is a young offensive line. And um, I mean, I'm pleased with the way the offensive line's playing. There's no doubt about that. And I think that, you know, going forward, Tyler Smith is only going to get better. You know, Terrence Steele has been very good for you. I understand that first game against Tampa Bay, you struggled with the flags. But outside of that, I mean, I think Terrence Steele has given up one pressure so far this season. So he's been very good for you. He's definitely taken that next step. And, you know, like looking at it, right, you know, everybody was killing the Cowboys for getting rid of Lyle Collins. They made the right choice in replacing him with Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele is a better player right now than um, than Lyle Collins. Terrence Steele is ranked, I think, 14th right now out of every uh, offensive tackle in the entire league by pro football focus. So... You know, there's that. And and that's not just right tackle. That's right tackles and left tackles. Right now, he's ranked the 14th uh, overall tackle in the uh, NFL. I think he had a uh, uh, grade from Pro Football Focus of 84 the other day, which is fantastic. Uh, even when you consider the fact that Andrew Thomas had the highest grade from Pro, Pro Football Focus last week. And I think his grade was 87. Terrence Steele had an 84. And granted, you have to take the pro football focus stuff with a grain of salt. But, um, you know, it is it is nice to see that Terrence Steele looks like he's taking that next step. I mean, he's arguably your best offensive lineman. Um, you know, Zach Martin's still an absolute stud. But, I mean, outside of Zach Martin, Terrence Steele is, is the guy for you. So he's playing a very good brand of football for you. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Dallas versus New York Giants preview. So on the offensive side of the football, right? I think that you're going to have to continue to run the football, play within that formula that you figured out last week. I don't understand how it took you so long to understand the formula that is going to generate wins for you because you've had the data there for a long time. But this is a running football team. They're going to have to continue to run the football even more this upcoming week. But I don't think it's going to be as much of a necessity this week as it was when you played the Cincinnati Bengals. Like I was talking about last week uh, about how much they should run the football against the Bengals because I thought that to be a help to that defense – you're going to have to keep that Cincinnati offense off the field. However, in this case, like the offense can get more aggressive here. Um, and the reason I say that is because 
I have complete faith in this defense to do a number on the Giants offense. I don't believe in the Giants offense. So it's not one of those situations where you're looking at that offense and saying, man, they got by your power on that, like you did last week against Cincinnati. They don't have a Joe Burrow. They don't have a Jamar Chase, a T. Higgins, a Tyler Boyd. They don't have these guys. So on offense, like, yeah, you can throw the ball a little more this upcoming week. It shouldn't be your main focus. Like, you shouldn't be dropping back 40 times in this game. But, you know, I I feel comfortable throwing the ball more just because I feel confident in this defense. And I don't – I'm not scared of what the Giants have on the other side. Saquon Barkley's having a good season. He's he's the rushing leader right now. But, I mean – Overall, as a whole, their offense doesn't scare me. They have a below-average offensive line. Their wide receiver core right now is just not that good. Their number one receiver is Richie James, who is like a punt and kick return specialist. He's their number one wide receiver right now. Um, I mean, their offense just doesn't scare me. And again, what that's going to allow your offense to do is you can be more aggressive. And if you make mistakes on offense – It's not going to kill you because you don't have Joe Burrow or Tom Brady coming out there with the weapons that they have on those teams. Um, You don't have that. So I think offensively you can be more aggressive. But again, I think that the focal point to this offense should just be running the football, continue to run the football, continue to be efficient on the ground. Your offensive line has been fantastic with run blocking. I think they're ranked number one in uh, run blocking pass uh, or, or run blocking win rate. I think they're number one in the league right now. So continue to run the football. It's obviously working, but again, don't be afraid to be aggressive on defense. What you got to do is, I mean, it's, it's very simple. You got to stop Saquon and that's going to actually lead me into my three keys for this game. Number one, contain Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is the best player on the giants right now. He's leading the league in rushing. He is their entire offense. If you can contain Saquon Barkley, I'm not saying shut him down because I don't think it's realistic to think that Saquon Barkley is going to have under 50 yards. I mean, Saquon Barkley has under 50 yards. You're going to run away with this game. But I think that the focal point to the Cowboys defense this week should just be containing Saquon Barkley to under 125 yards. And the Giants as a whole, just their uh, rushing attack. If you can hold them to under 125 yards, I think you're good. I, you know, it's still a little high for me. I don't like seeing over 100 when it comes to the run defense, but I mean, Saquon Barkley is a very good player. Uh, he's playing at a very high level this season. I always thought that Saquon Barkley was a very talented player, but just he's always been running in these injury problems. So uh, that's going to be big for the Cowboys this week. If they can uh, can contain Saquon, they're going to win this game uh, by a sizable margin. I think that the Giants are going to go into this game looking to run the football. I think they're going to try and pass as little as possible just because I don't think that they're very confident um, in Daniel Jones as their quarterback. So they're going to look to run the football. We're going to, we're going to have to uh, get them in situations where they have to throw the football. And when they have to throw the football – you got Micah Parsons and you have four bad offensive linemen on the New York Giants that you can take advantage of. So New York Giants have an elite left tackle on Andrew Thomas, but why are you going to put Micah Parsons? Why are you going to line him up over Andrew Thomas when you have all these other mismatches that you can exploit? They're not going to do it. So um, from that perspective, 
yeah, def- defensively, try to get them into passing situations and contain Sa- uh, Saquon Barkley. And you win this football game, no doubt about it. We talked about it earlier. Be a little more aggressive on offense. Don't be afraid to take shots. You know, last week, Cooper Rush had that ball to CeeDee Lamb that he just overthrew just a little bit. But other than that, I mean, Cooper Rush was not afraid to throw the football down the field. I mean, Noah Brown last week had five receptions for 91 yards. He averaged 18.1 yards per reception. So, you know, Cooper Rush isn't afraid to throw the football down the field. And I think that Kellen Moore has the utmost confidence in the world to, uh, you know, to be able to be a little more aggressive this upcoming week. And it goes back to what I said. Their offense is just not that great. And it's not, oh, you know, crap, we just turned the football over. Now we have to, you know, defend against Jamar Chase or Mike Evans or, you know, Tom Brady or whoever it may be. It's, oh, damn, you know, we turned the football over. Now we got to go. Now our defense has to do their best against Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Doesn't scare me all too much. Um, And then take advantages of uh, mismatches. I mean, you have so many good players on this defensive line and you're going up against a poor offensive line, you're going to be able to take uh, a lot of uh, advantages against some of these mismatches that you're going to have against their offensive line. You have so many combinations that you can throw out there. Dante Fowler, he stepped up. Demarcus Lawrence, you know, I, 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 I like what they're starting to do with Demarcus Lawrence. They're playing him at three tech a little more. Uh, on these pass rush situations, I'm perfectly fine with that. Take advantage of the mismatches, and that's how you're going to win this football game. So just the three keys, contain Saquon Barkley, be a little more aggressive on offense, and take advantage of the mismatches. Players that need to step up, let's start on the offense. Jake Ferguson needs to step up. And the reason why Jake Ferguson needs to step up is I do not think Dalton Schultz plays in this game this upcoming Monday. I don't believe he does. So it's going to be incumbent on a guy like Jake Ferguson to be able to step up and play a big role on this offense this upcoming Monday. Now, the one thing I'll say about Jake Ferguson is I'm not worried about him when it comes to his blocking ability. So far this season, whenever he's had reps, he's done a very good job blocking. It's the receiving aspect of it. Can he step up and have about five catches for, let's just say, 50 yards and be able to at least play a little bit of a role in this offense, time will tell. But Jake Ferguson is definitely going to need to step up this upcoming Monday. Uh, On the defensive side of the ball, I think that Leighton Van Rush is a guy that needs to step up. Now, Leighton Van Rush has had a good season, but I think when you're going up against a team that has a guy like Saquon Barkley on their team, it's going to be imperative that those guys on the second level are able to get out and make tackles sideline to sideline against a team like this. So Leighton Van Der Esch, that's going to be a guy that I'm looking for. I think that he's going to need to step up in this game and just, uh, you know, overall as a whole, stopping the run is going to be crucial to winning this football game. Let's see. I know we have some comments in here. Let's react to, let's see some of these comments before we sign off here. Um, That prediction is probably true, but it's more likely 24 to 10. Oh yeah, by the way, I forgot to give you guys my score prediction. I think the Cowboys win this game 21 to 10. Um, I think that, you know, this, so far this season, they've been able to hold the Buccaneers and the Cincinnati Bengals 
both their offenses to under 20 points. Whether you want to say that the Bengals and the Buccaneers aren't that good, because I know that there's that narrative going out there, um, trying to, I believe, discredit some of the Cowboys' performances. Whether you think that they're good or not, they're at least a lot better than what the Giants have on offense. So I think that the Cowboys are going to be able to do their thing on defense, and I think they're really going to be able to put a number on this Giants offense, and I think 21-10 to 10 is going to be the score to this game, and I think the Cowboys win this game, which would be a huge win for the Cowboys. No fans are much about it. G-Men probably force-feed Saquon this week. Yep, I agree with that. I think that that's going to be the case. Quinn Finneson, uh, wave after wave at the G-Men week offensive line. Yeah, no, he's definitely going to do that. No offense or buts about on those pass rushdowns. Um, you're going to see a lot of, you know, a lot of guys on that line of scrimmage trying to make something happen uh, in those situations. And, you know, if you can get them in those situations, yeah, yeah I, I think you're going to have a lot of success due to the fact that the Giants offensive line, it's it's just weak. It's not really that good. I really hope the Cowboys prove us wrong and just blow them out of the water. Uh, do you think CD pops off or will it be Noah Brown? Um, I like the trajectory that CD Lamb is on. I understand that first week against Tampa Bay, uh, he didn't play that well, but last week he had seven catches for 70 yards. So he is improving. I think he's he's really starting to get into that wide receiver number one role. So I think that um I think CD Lamb should be the guy that you look for on offense still. He's going to get a lot of attention now with Dalton Schultz out, but um, it's just going to be imperative on other guys around him to step up. So that's going to be it for Cowboys Beat tonight. Thank you guys for coming out. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, I will see you guys next time. Cowboys versus Giants Monday night. I'm looking forward to it. I will be here for the post-game show. I will have more content coming out before then. Make sure to go check that out. So thank you guys, and I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the audio version of Cowboys Beat Tonight. To watch the show live, go to Cowboys Beat on YouTube and Twitch every Tuesday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Make sure to rate the show five stars.